everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about Supernatural. This week we have back for her second trip our very own Little Ghost. Here we talk about religion, time, space, and she gives us the best tip only a ghost can give for lifting your spirits when you are down. Please, welcome to your head and heart, Little Ghost. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's a blessing and an honor. (laughs) Um, Well, as you may remember from last time uh, you were on the podcast, that was your first ever interview. It was. And would you say that this is your second interview? Or. Second ever interview. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been moonlighting as an interviewee? No, no one has reached out to me for a big reveal all in Time Magazine yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still plenty of time for that. Um, <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for coming back here. Uh, are you more nervous, less nervous, more excited, less excited for interview number two? More excited, less nervous. Bitchin. <laughs> oh, whoa. Did you just put a thumbs up on there? Yeah. Whoa. That's did- some AI shit. Because I didn't, I gave you a thumbs up IRL and it copied me. <laughs> which is not my choice. <laughs> whoa. Just so everybody knows. This, maybe people don't even know that this is, I do this on Zoom. I have no reason why uh in particular that's just the first way I did it and typically I just continue to do things the first way they happen and little ghost just gave me a thumbs up and then a thumbs up appeared on the side of her screen um which I thought was really like extra of her it's like I can already see you I don't need confirmation of your thumb um but that was thrilling and that was AI. That was that's like how every time it used to be where when you would like send a text message that says congrats, for example, it had to say the full word like sentence caps to do the whole explosion of confetti. And now like every iteration of that word does that. Yeah. <laughs> I congratulate you like almost daily. And I feel so bad because I don't want your phone to like vibrate and explode. But- <laughs> like not do that well that's interesting I wonder if that somehow ties into something I wanted to talk to you about I'm sure it does because everything ties in but uh so I let's just get let's get her going and see if this works see let's throw the dice let's see what happens roll it um so today as every day I go on the dog walk and uh and like pretty much every day for the last since spring started not every day but like every four days there's a new crop of geese baby geese these tiny baby geese it's crazy like today I mean it's 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 almost like a hazard for so many reasons because it's like the geese are so aggressive towards dogs that uh it's just I mean the whole thing is sort of a mess and like uh even it's so bad that somebody tagged on the lake like um something about how the geese are um what's it called uh just like the like what a menace (laughs) something some joke about like gentrification like of the geese because it's just like they just like all it's not even like maybe there used to be say like 50 geese or so now there's like 200 and they have babies every day. But I was noticing that every single day I walk and there's 10 other people that walk at the same time as me, their dogs or run or whatever. And uh, we all at the beginning were like videotaping the geese, the little baby geese, because they're so cute. And then it's like they do get bigger every day. So it's like, oh, my God, it, are they really getting bigger? Maybe if I videotape it like that'll be evidence. And yeah. 
it started to be this thing where now like the regulars are like not filming anymore, even though it's like now is the time because there's like literally like dozens of baby geese just running toward you, like the most epic like video situation. But it got to a point where it just seemed ridiculous. Like, what are we going to use this for? Like, what is this? What is capturing this for? And so it made me just really think about it today is like, I don't know the exactly how the average person is or used to be, but I do know you and I have something in common, which is that we're, or I, I used to be a photographer. So the idea of capturing a moment is like an inherent part of who I am. But I was wondering today, and I thought we could discuss this, is this idea that like, um, like f- being a, a photographer or like a, a whatever, I mean, like be that being your actual like pursuit thing you do is um, you're it's a strange thing because it's about full presence and also capturing a moment for a later. So there is a balance there. But I think for anyone else that's just like commodifying their photos for whatever it is, if it's just joy later, whatever it is, it's like a, a lack of presence but in the weirdest way ever, you know, it's just such a strange thing to just be like, um, what, what does it give? What does it take away to not be present? And the fact that everyone now is growing up, I know we always talk about it, but every single person now kind of has a camera, which is so dissimilar to even like 10 years ago. And I know that it's the future. I know it, everyone should have cameras. Everyone should have flying cars, whatever you want the future to be like uh, in your imagination. But it's like, what what do you think about that? The fact that like presence, like what what is presence? What is this doing to presence? Does it matter? Is it better? Is it worse? What do you little ghost think about this topic? Thank you for bringing this up. I think about this most days. Um, (laughs) it's really bizarre it's really bizarre um especially yeah as someone who became obsessed with documenting things at a pretty young age shortly before it became the norm I like really caught the tail end of like pre-iPhone life like the iPhone came out when I was in high school so it was like you kind of like kids didn't have iPhones you know it was like maybe somebody's parent had one but like it wasn't like everyone's on Instagram in high school and I'm so grateful for that I was actually talking to my sister about this yesterday because we're 10 years apart so she was very much in the the throes of daily Instagram usage as like a 12 year old um But yeah, I don't know. I think it's really interesting that you brought up this concept of like presence and separation of presence while you're documenting something because in a way, yeah, it's like this paradox of being separated from the moment because you have something in front of you that you're focusing your energy on in order to document it. But at the same time, you're presence is actually amplified in a way because you're focusing so hard on like trying to catch what's going on um so I don't know it's like yeah a strange paradox but I do think overall it's bad that everyone is doing this constantly I think it's detrimental to human connection Um, I think it's really important that when we're amongst one another that we like give each other our energy and co-mingle our energy. Um, And that's just part of being an animal on this planet. And I do feel like we're all, as a society, we're sort of losing our animal nature because of that. Um, Yeah. I think that's cool. a cool concept, the animal nature, because I've been trying to kind of figure out like, why does anything, why is anything really that bad as far as like, um, 
as far as like our technical advances and everything, it's like, well, everything has been advancing so, so hard for so like hundreds of years. And, uh, but it is the farther we are from our animal selves, like the, that's what's wrong with everything, I guess, uh, Mm -hmm. environmentally, like philosophically everything, uh, which is funny because it's, the goal is to be the least animalistic in our culture. Like the goal, <laughs> I mean, it, like the, if you think about. Yeah. Everything about our, our country and everything, it's to be. Uh, it's not, it's to be like, I'm, um, you know, like superior uh, type of being that is not an animal. Um but really it's like, that's a, that's what's wrong with most things. Yeah, that's what's wrong with Western culture, I think, is yeah. like concept of separation, this false concept of separation from the planet. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, there's something I wanted to talk to you about too. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know if you have ever thought about this or y- you brought this up. So you brought this up about plants and you're like some they're seasonal. And I was like, yeah, but it doesn't get cold here. And like, I didn't, I didn't like get it for a second, obviously. Cause I'm not, I don't think like that, like uh, regular or whatever. And then it occurred to me like, Oh, this, yeah, the plant doesn't care what the weather is. It's it's seasonal. Like it doesn't. Um, and I was like, I don't get it. Why is this plant being so sad? Uh, but then I watched this thing that blew my mind, which I didn't know this fact is that. Um, and maybe you know this. It's about time, uh, which is a little you know bonkers as it is. But so we have a circadian rhythm, which mm-hmm. is that we are on a 24 hour cycle. And uh, I was watching this thing where this guy went into a cave. uh, I don't remember if it was in the 60s or whatever. And he went to to do an experiment and he completely just didn't have time or light or anything. And he still continued with around a 24 hour cycle um, with all of his doings, comings and goings. uh, But he lost a month of time, like even though he was like, charting what he thought was happening somehow he lost a month of time even though he was on a 24-hour cycle um and I thought that that was crazy and then I realized and then I didn't realize but then they said they're like (laughs) every single animal on earth is on a 24-hour circadian rhythm there's no animals did you know that yeah every single animal (laughs) and every single plant Every single thing on earth is on a 24 hour cycle, as is the earth. It doesn't, that doesn't blow your mind. No, it is. Sorry. It's mine. It's totally mind blowing. Like, do you think that means? Whenever I like fully accept and grasp a reality, the the excitement of it starts to go away, which is something I kind of want to work on. But I'm just like, yeah, I know. It's crazy. But yeah, yeah I, you are. We've already talked. You are working on that because before you'd be like, I already know that. And now you're like, the next step is re-happy. But yeah. I mean, but like, do you think that that's like, I mean, I think it's mind blowing because they were saying even cells like and they they've figured it out is that cells that um, like re not reproduce, but split or whatever. What do cells do? They divide. Okay, so the ones that were dividing in the daytime didn't survive, so they learned to divide at night. Um, or I don't feel like it's not it's something other than divide. I'm sorry, I can't believe you on this one, but like basically, I know that they divide, but reproduction is the same as division, like multiplication is the same as division, fair enough. Um, but I'm talking about it in terms of like, right. I, I understand what you're saying, but anyways, like this idea that um, we live on this ball, you know, it 
it spins in a circle or whatever it dance it does little loop de loo and we're all on the same loop de loo as this ball so does that mean that like if venus takes like 80 days to spin i don't know how many no, days but, i mean i have no idea about venus i don't know if venus is bigger or smaller whatever but do you think that that would make those animals like let's say it was an 80 day 80 day thing for them where it's one day for us yeah would that be their one day yeah wait what yeah so the bigger the planet the longer your well obviously the longer your day but the longer your like like your cycle your sleep yeah. eat rest everything yeah so what do you think that means for like alien races so with that it's like everything is microcosm and macrocosm right so the way that i think about like alien races is like kind of how i think about like bugs so they have the same cycle, but their their lifespan is so much shorter than ours. Like, Bugs? yeah, right. So, <laughs> so like they, even though they have the same twenty four hours, their rate of the way that they interact with one another and what they're doing is so much faster. Right. They live for like a month. Yeah. So, like to aliens, we live for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. But doesn't our sleep cycle make so much sense to you? In what way? Like you do a bunch of shit and then you go to sleep and you wake up, you do a bunch of shit and then you go to sleep. I don't like it. I don't. Like it. I know, but that's one thing that all. But you take I, stimulants. It weirds me. It weirds me out, honestly, thinking about like the fact that we have to turn off. I'm, I'm like not into it. I think it would be cooler if we could just like meditate for like eight hours and not have, sometimes I love sleep. I mean, it's important, but it, it really trips me out, honestly. Wow. <laughs> Truth be told. So you, wow. I'm shocked. Uh, you didn't know that? You knew that. I didn't know. I knew you had some goofy stuff around like sleep, but I didn't. I did not know that. I find that to be shocking. I find it to be the only comfort I have in the world is that there's a guaranteed limit to the amount of time right. I have per day. <laughs> like, and that there's a secret place I go to that is a surprise mystery that I happens every day. And the more fun like that's a good point i i guess i'm just feeling i i every I day you're like what'd you dream what'd i you know dream? i fluctuate i i i love dreaming i had some crazy dreams last night i love dreaming yeah i guess it's just like when i like actively sit and think about sleep it freaks me out i used to feel that way about space when i was younger right i can understand that so. it's it yeah. is strange. It, well, it's the most real thing there is. It's like you are an animal. You yeah. go to sleep to recharge and do everything. But that's really interesting. I feel like, yeah, I, I know uh, there's a, a gentleman I know that's afraid of sleeping because he's afraid of his subconscious and he's afraid of dreams, which I think that is so disturbing to me. It's like just whatever. It's really a shame. It sure is. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and this gentleman, uh, yeah, is just like, I had a dream last night. It, it was okay. And it's like, Aww. it's like you can, you dreams can be anything you want. That's the thing. Like I read last night, I was like, oh, I want to figure out this one little thing. Can you just, we just flip it into my dream for me, universe. Uh, and I got a funny answer. Um, but it works. Yeah, I do a lot of work in my dreams. It's weird. I think that is a skill of yours. And I think a lot of people would have a hard time believing that they can do that. 
Well, but, I, but it takes work and a certain attunement, which is something I wanted to talk about. Yeah, we can totally talk about that right now. I just want to say I I don't I haven't done anything aside from one time I asked someone how you astral project or how not astral project how you lucid dream and they were just like oh right. well just you already know this but it, they were like just think about the fact that you're awake when you're awake and then think about the fact that you're dreaming when you're dreaming and it just take took that and I barely do anything aside from that and like every now and again be like oh my god like oh I could dream like something cool could happen in my dream or you know, oh my god you know or whatever like uh <laughs> I told you, but Jess Cornelius, I had a dream about her. She had this music video and I was on the set of it and I watched the whole thing and it was so cool. And it's like, if you're just like, oh, I want, like, I don't do anything special. I just remember that sometimes I'm awake and sometimes I'm not. And that it's like, I think anyone can be as involved in their dreams. I can't like change things around in my dreams. I don't lucid dream or anything like that it's just like it's a secret place you it's like meta it's or it's like a psychedelic place like where you just get information back if you want but I'm not very good at it I know there's other people that are like experts and can like do whatever they want in their dreams I can't even fly in my dreams like I already told you I can just hop like I'll hop like 20 feet I hate flying that's one of my favorite questions for people because I've been I need to like start writing it all down. But that's like a, 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 an area of research I'm fascinated by is like, how do you fly in your dreams? Because everyone has a different method. And I just think that's so fascinating. I have to like, I don't know, I haven't drawn any connections yet about like what that means for each person. But everyone has a different method, and that's just, like, crazy to me. Yeah. It's cool. I think mine's because I don't believe in myself. Like, I don't just fly because that's not real. So there's, like, a certain amount of reality that has to go into a dream or else it doesn't. (laughs) Oh, it's true. It's just like, oh, my God, it's happening. I'm floating. Oh, wait, you can't do that. Like, you have to bounce again, you know. (laughs) But it's not. I mean, it's. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you cut out. Go ahead. Oh, I, I've i had the bouncy one a couple of times, but my main one is, like, it's, like, psychic momentum. Like, it's not physical. It's all, like, telepathic. And I have to, like, turn a certain thing on to, like, get this, like, momentum. And then it starts going. And then as soon as I start going, I'm like, whoa! And then it's, like, yeah so far that's not I don't like that (laughs) I don't want to do that I'm not prepared for that but yeah it's the only sensation it's such a specific sensation like a specific mental sensation that I've only experienced in my dreams and it's really cool yeah yeah for sure no no one other person that flies that way too Well, is there something you would like to talk about, Little Ghost? Oh, I guess I thought it would be interesting to speak to you about psychicness, which is a word that I'm kind of growing tired of. And I think the word psychic has a lot of strange connotations. And every day I'm getting more and more into the word attuned. That's Um, cool. And to use that instead because everything is frequency and I think I've heard a lot of people use this sort of analogy before but it's like we just have to tune ourselves to different radio frequencies and once you're tuned into a certain radio frequency then you kind of can like see everything on that station right Um, well it's also like a dog at the park like running towards like a tree a specific tree and then it having like something that you couldn't see like it's like like a squirrel on a at a tree 500 feet away that no one can see it's like they can smell it because they have super smellers like 
super noses. So it's like a different sense. It's, I think that that's probably what um, attunement or psychicness is. I think that as we've talked about before that I don't understand is how someone could be so, and I'm talking about myself, so out of touch with like, I don't know what, but still like, like in, you know, I don't know. Can you explain what I'm trying to say? I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, I'm so not um, in tune, but I am completely connected and no one knows that more than you, but what, what is happening? (laughs) Well, I, I feel so similarly, um, So basically, like, I'll just, I'll just use the phrase that you have used before in our conversations, which is dumb psychic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I would describe dumb psychic as like, yeah, feeling maybe a little bit disconnected from, from day to day things that seem easy, maybe for other people, but are more difficult for, (laughs) for others. Um, and I feel like I'm sort of in that category sometimes too, but then you'll have like a word will just pop into your mind. Like first, first thing you wake up, you think like, oh, I don't know, like sand castle. And then you go to a coffee shop and someone's talking about this like sand castle that their kid was making yesterday. Um, I don't know, that's like a random little example, but things like that happen at a frequency that's like you're kind of existing in like perpetual deja vu and it's just really confusing and it gets a little frustrating because it's like, I feel like in um, media and in other things we observe and consume, psychics kind of like have these grandiose like visions or like can predict things that are like really important or can help people in ways that are like life-changing and that totally exists and I think you do that too but it just feels really silly when like little things like the sandcastle thing just like happen all the time and you're like what what's the point of this like I don't I don't understand um but yeah, I don't know. I'm like in the process of trying to unravel that myself. And it's just hilarious to like live life that way. And it's really interesting. And I want to solve the mystery. Yeah. Well, there was one piece of it that I figured out this week that uh, I think is interesting is like, um, I didn't really realize this before. As you know, I have to realize things on my own. And I didn't realize that I had to realize things on my own until this week when uh, I was talking to Larry about something that we've talked about hundreds of times before. And finally, he said it out like he connected the dots and then it worked. And I was like, oh, my God, that and I saw it happen. I was like, whoa, amazing. Like, uh. And then, you know, like talking to like a therapist or whatever, a doctor, it's like, or a friend or whatever, they can spout, you know, flop out any sort of great advice over and over and over again. But the power of figuring it out for yourself, there's nothing quite like it. And so getting these like psychic for lack of caring about using a better (laughs) word uh, is so it does nothing because it's not figuring it out for yourself. It's just something that comes in as a flash. And it's basically like someone saying like, look to the left and you like, you know, (laughs) it's just like, whatever it doesn't like, um, I think it doesn't have the same impact as something like there's just a lack of attachment to it because it's, it's such a bizarre thing. That's like, it feels like when you think about psychics, and mediums and stuff like that they have such um and they do such power and ownership over it you don't think about people like us or me that's like it's not I'm it's not has nothing to do with me at all it's just like somehow I'm either 
it's either my guides telling me something goofy for fun or it's me trying to be like, yo, bitch, this is a dream or this is like simulation. You're up here, like wake up, whatever it is. It's like it's something. It's something aside from coincidence, but it's like because it's just being fed to you, it doesn't it doesn't. I think you have to seek stuff for it to be like gratifying to some extent you know like that's why we're always like oh my god this just happened and then it's like whatever but I think like whenever yeah I will tell someone something that has happened they'll just be like whoa and it's like yeah story doesn't mean anything but when you when it happens to you it's like wait what you know yeah it's like oh my god like uh yeah, I don't know. It's just it's I just didn't realize that is like um, that piece of it is uh, discovering things for yourself. I think it's, you know, it would be exciting if there was if there was a if it was a circle, if there was a like a this happens and it means this and you, right. then you can always do that and you'll always get the same conclusion instead of like you're going to get bits and pieces of the future sent to your mind. No reason <laughs> like you know, like, oh, you're going to get like images and you're going to f- know that something bad is going to happen on a day and it's going to happen. You can't stop it. And it's like, you know, it's just like it as when you're a kid and you watch movies and sci-fi and everything, you're like, once the or, or everything is supposed to is duality is supposed to be like that guy wasn't he didn't commit the crime, then he's out of jail. That's it. You know, he's out <laughs> right, of, it's right. like everything's supposed to be fair and just and equal and like, um, and con- consistent. And it's so strange, this, uh, experience of like, yeah, of just like dreaming about the future, like having little remembering that, um, remembering things that you had seen in the past as they are happening and mm-hmm. yeah it's like deja vu but it's different it's like it's not like at, for me at least it's not as physical I, I've just been sorry I've been having panic attacks lately from it it's just like what happened you know but uh yeah yeah I don't know like I don't know what it is I I mean right now I feel like you know is that everything is the same time the future everything is just one yeah. thing and yeah. so it makes sense that's it's like a little bit glitchy here and there totally um I guess do you sorry now I just want to ask you questions yeah you can do, that's... do you remember like when you started noticing that you were like aligned and attuned and psychic like what are your earliest memories of experiencing things like that like from your childhood do you have I have like some weird things that are like when I was like a little kid like um making like things to put on people's bodies to heal them like my aunt, aunt or whatever she was like had a like a really bad like black and blue thing like old people get and I made like this thing just like in a paper towel with like all these whatever spices and put it on she's like oh my god you know or what you know just stupid shit like that but I think once it started really happening I I started doing a lot of drugs because I didn't understand or you know and at the time I thought the drugs were making it happen but now I realize Mm. that it happens way more without drugs (laughs) you know (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I think like once I started, well, you know, this, I can say this, I don't really care, but it's like, I started to see that all of the faces were familiar and everything like had a different energy, but I didn't have words for it. So I started to like get really freaked out and it turned into for me, for some reason, it turns into a scary thing because I think um, maybe because I have like trauma or something or like just constant PTSD that like 
recognizing everyone's face and knowing that that's who was going to be there, even though I never met them, just started to be really scary. And having direct eye contact felt like they could steal a piece of me. So that got really bad. So I just did a lot of drugs until, you know, like 10 years ago. So and then I think that that took... And I, I think that that like, you know, as we talked about, like I just stuffed, stuffed it all down. Once I stopped doing drugs, I just was stuffing feelings. And yeah. so I didn't feel anything. And then I think again with, I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong, but my idea, my feeling is that it comes, it came out a little bit on tour and stuff like that when we're all together, but that nothing like the real breakthrough was when we were together and I real like realized I didn't realize until we were together that I had been stuffing feelings and that emotions were um, physical things in your body and that like you became puffy with stuff. And I was thinking about it today, like just talking to some of our friends about their health and being like, your body is like an ashtray, basically. Like mm. it just, we're just sitting around collecting shit. And you can put flowers in the ashtray. You can put whatever you want in the ashtray, but it's still like, you know, well, I'm saying this because of cigarettes, obviously, but it's like you're, you're like a, a trash can, whatever you want. You can put nice things in the trash can, but it's still a trash can unless you change it to like, I'm a, I'm a nice animal, you know? And it's like, I think people just treat themselves like trash cans. They don't think that, and I didn't either. It was just like, I put everything in and I'd be like, oh, I'll put vitamins in too. And I'll like, put this nice like cookie for me. And like, <laughs> you know, like I'll, I, I want to spend some time, like I'll just blow like eight hours on true crime that has no effect on me. You know, just whatever, like on and on and on about not thinking about the body as like um, a receptacle for information and power, you know. And I think that once that shifted, as we've talked about, once I was like, oh, my God, I am super sensitive. Like this instrument, this device that I am is a super sensitive one. Like then it was like clearing out and now it's like, oh, shit, I didn't know that like um, being psychic in quotes or getting to use the power of the universe or coexist with the universe was going to be so like um, mean that everything was going to be super loud and super scary and super in my face and that it was going to be impossible for me to be next to another human's body uh unless they like you know like it just yeah that that's what happened is I didn't I was I just I think we stuff ourselves with so much um garbage and um and trying to mellow out our feelings and not feel um and once you pull the plug on it and you're like I'm gonna clean I'm gonna clean this ship it's just like you're fucked. You know, now I'm completely fucked because I can't, (laughs) I don't even like, I have no idea what reality is in a lot of ways. Um, like, I don't know what I can control and what I can't control. Right. Um, and yeah. And I don't know, like, um, yeah, it's just like, and I guess it's a weird job too, where it's not like um, consistent in any way. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, that's what happened. Is that what you were asking? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Did that answer? I already knew the answer then. I already know all that stuff, but it's cool for people to hear. So do when did you, you always, but you always, See, this is something else that I wanted to talk about because it's Easter. It was just so funny to me. Like I know, me too. I forgot. And then I was like on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, it's Easter. I can't believe we're doing this on Easter. Oh yeah. Well, remember two years ago on Easter, I found a bunny on like 
the first oh, COVID yeah. Easter, I was like on a dog walk and I found a bunny and it was so cute. Um, a little I baby a yesterday. Sorry, <laughs> what you reminded me. I saw a bunny yesterday at the beach what? and a duck. Someone brought their pet duck to the beach yesterday. Oh, did it have yellow feet? Or yeah, feet? it was a story of white and yellow duck, like Aww. giant, fluffy. They were holding it like a cat, like it had its like head on its own. It was, it was so cute. Lily was obsessed. But anyways, thank you for reminding me. I also saw some Easter creatures yesterday. Cool. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, for a person that grew up um, in like all the schools I went to or not all the schools I went to, but most of like schools I went to and the friends I had and everything were Christian and I wasn't, there is nothing, not, not just completely aside from Jesus, but there is nothing more confusing than (laughs) Easter and Easter bunnies and Easter egg hunts. Like there's not, there could, like there isn't anything that (laughs) could like is more bizarre to me like now I get it it's it's no less bizarre than like Santa but as a kid I was like wait what does this have to do with him coming back like you know what I mean I'm we don't have to talk about that but I just I'm into it because this is so Easter is the one Christian holiday that has the most in common with the original pagan holiday Ostara yeah so Ostara is like the spring equinox holiday. Well, are- in common is an interesting way to put it. Well, our, our modern celebration. Right. Is, so so basically Ostara is all about springtime. It's which is New Year. It's where eggs, you know, eggs are like the representation of life and resurrection and new birth and also they you know fall in line with all of the circles that you sort of opened up the podcast talking about like the orbit of the planets and cells and la 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 and microcosms and macrocosms so eggs are like the symbol of ostara and which is new year um and then you know chicks go along with that because they hatch from the eggs and springtime is the the time of baby creatures everywhere including baby bunny rabbits everywhere and so there's this weird crossover that happened and I feel like with Christmas there are a lot of Christians it depends on like what sect they're in but there are a lot of Christians that like totally reject Santa and all of that and they're like that's blasphemy but I feel like with Easter like no one really knows about Ostara, and so Christians are still just like down for like the yeah. They no, don't even they're celebrating a pagan holiday. Yeah, so that's that's what I mean. It's not similar. It just is that holiday. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like right. or not, not in common, but it's funny because it's like and then Jesus has come like resurrected. So yeah, it's it really. I don't know. like makes wait I just lost all the words I was gonna say no it's okay I I just I I just wanted to bring up like just because I think it for your perspective on me it's always funny to remind you that like um that these like holidays that have so much like like how you were about to talk about like your um beginnings in the supernatural or whatever it's just like you started off with such an exciting to me like growing up Christian is like the most exciting thing ever because it is so far out to my knowledge like I know that uh Judaism has tons of like cool stuff in it every religion has cool stuff and not cool stuff obviously yeah but when you're growing up and everybody else has these like holidays with like candy everywhere and I didn't know the difference between all holidays like it seemed like I thought Halloween was a Christian holiday you know it's like you guys had everything and so it's just funny that like Easter just like of them all like because Halloween kind of makes sense 
you know, like what? <laughs> it, it made sense to me. It's like because uh, everyone knows the story of like trick or treat, you know, like give me something or like we do a trick on you. That's like a thing everyone knows or like Christmas when you're a little kid. It's like, oh, it's like like happy birthday. Everyone gets a present. That makes sense. But like Easter is just like no what? giant bunnies running around it like doesn't make any sense it is very strange it's very strange but so you grew up and i know that easter was so fun for you and you loved it which is great i just know yeah. that like you grew up the and we so talked about it on the last podcast like you grew up with angels all these cool things right. so your ability to tap into other frequencies uh, it's just an interesting vantage point because you grew up with um, your broadcast being bigger than what mine was, which was the smallest, narrowest point of view, which is like there's life and there's death, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you stay good in the middle. <laughs> and that's all, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I mean, that was that was my understanding of it. But yeah, like. Yeah, what was your, we did talk about angels and stuff like that, but what was your, I mean, I guess maybe that's your earliest magical powers? Earliest, earliest uh, perception of magic. Okay. I know I asked you the question. I should have been more prepared. I do think about it off and on. I guess like, to be honest, I, when I was little, I was really a know-it-all and I'm trying not to be anymore. And <laughs> I think a lot of that stems from a true Napoleon complex. Like my sister just gave me a stack of photos I've never seen before in my life yesterday. And the sheer size difference <laughs> between me and everyone else is like, it, it's, it's like insane. Like I literally... I'm like a couple months younger than everyone, but literally like less than half the size of like everyone. So I think I feel really so weird because like, you're so tall now. I'm so I'm a now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at least I'm like more, you know, like we're the same size. Like there are a lot of people who are short. Like when you're a kid and everyone's like hitting these milestones that you're not hitting, it's like severe. So anyways. That's my whole Napoleon complex trip. But there were things that truly I would I just like knew and I didn't no one taught them to me. I was not exposed to scientific knowledge at all, like anywhere, but there were things that like it was like there was this show growing up called Jimmy Neutron, and he would have these brain blast moments. And like I would have, fun. <laughs> I would have those two. Like, um, I guess the thing that like popped in my head right now is, uh, one time I was like playing basketball. I was like I think seven. Yeah, I was in like third grade at my after school program with these kids, and we were all just like not really playing basketball, but playing around with a basketball and dribbling and. Someone Which was it? Be honest. Were you playing or not? <laughs> I, <laughs> just no, I can't play any sport. Um, <laughs> um, this kid asked me, they were just like, why are basketballs bumpy? And I knew, I was like, oh, obviously, basketballs are bumpy just like gecko's feet are bumpy. And it creates this connection between your hands and the ball. If it wasn't bumpy, it would be too slippery and it wouldn't stick to your hands. And it was just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just like stuff like that would happen all the time where I would just have like little bits of knowledge that I didn't, yeah, have any context for. And it was really confusing, but I was just like, how do I like know? I just remember being little and being like, I like, sometimes I know things and I don't know why. Um, so that, that's one of them, I guess. And I just believed in, I was like really into fairies and I would like see them in everything. And I just still do. What do you mean? Um, like in nature, like in the trees, I would just see like, I would like perceive 
little bits of like energy I guess you could say and like that's like how I think about fairies now too is like they're not like actual little humans with wings but like they're a good description of the way that like the microcosms of like plants work and like mycelium I think is like a fairy energy type of thing like the fact that cells can communicate with one another and have a language that like leads to the growth um of itself and everything around it is like a it's like a fairy (laughs) that's cool you're a fairy thanks you're a fairy (laughs) you're a gnome though what (laughs) because it's earth that's just like what the earth element like a troublemaker no Gnomes aren't troublemakers. Oh my god. Why would you why did you think that? Oh, I just I did uh interview with um that band Pearl Earl and they oh. have the best gnome stories of little mischievous gnomes. That's, oh really? I mean yeah. all I guess like all magical things are a little mischievous. I don't think this that's was like, like I, I've heard a lot about like evil el- not evil, but just mischievous uh gnomes, which is just that's the only way I think of them. Um, oh that's okay that makes sense yeah but that i with zero knowledge of them that's not something that's in my like sphere um uh yeah yeah is there anything else that um you would like to discuss uh no do you have anything um not, not too much. I'm uh this I think this this week is an exciting one. Something pretty exciting is coming. Uh I think it's gonna come comes out on Thursday. Uh oh! which I think is the same day as this, but I don't I haven't fully I don't know if this should come out the day before or what. Uh but I'm really excited for that. Um, is, I guess. Is it what I think it is? Yeah, there's only oh. one thing. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I guess uh, I would say that. Oh, I have a question for you. A tip. Uh, I have a, not a tip for you. Yes. I need a tip. As, as you know, I went through like three week depression, like, which I think if you've never had depression, um, which a lot of people haven't, which is so cool to me. I think most people, yeah, I think in the last two years that's changed, but before Mm -hmm. the last two years, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like a lot of people had not ever experienced depression. And I characterize depression as, uh, something that affects your life so much that it diminishes your ability to be alive um so and to different degrees you can be like depressed about something or you can have like clinical depression wherein like you you, if you look in your mind it's just like I'm depressed and depressed (laughs) and I just had like three weeks of that and I would like I guess I would like to just talk about it for a second because I would do want a tip from you um, to wrap this up is that I didn't, um, remember this before. Um, I'm doing so much better now, which is so weird. Um, but cause it didn't seem like it was ever going to go away. But so for, in the beginning of the three weeks, it was like, I would have to do something like send an email or do something for work. And I would be like, it's not worth it. You should just die. And I would be like, what? Like, who's saying that? That is ridiculous. Like, why would I rather die than send an email? And it was like, so funny. It wasn't so funny, but it was like funny to the extent that I could talk about and be like, oh my God, that's so weird that there's a part of me or like a demon or something inside of me. That's like, it's better to die than to do anything. And which is like, not not real um and then like a week later I noticed that that had stopped being like 
an option. It wasn't like, it just was like, you should die. <laughs> like it was just, it. I would have other thoughts in between, but it would all just like, it. I wasn't going to do it or anything, but it was like, um, I would, I would just look at anything in the future, in the present. Um, I wasn't really looking at the past, which is, I don't know, cool, you know, but I was looking at the present and the future and I was like, it's just not worth it. It's too hard. I don't want to do it like this. I'm like totally depressed. Um, and that kept happening and I realized, okay, I got to change some stuff. Like this isn't just, you know, it's a, you got to like try some shit cause this is not good. And like, you're not probably going to die just cause you want to magically. Um, and so whatever. So I tried, like, I tried exercise stuff, which does work. It felt really good, but it was real hard to do. Not an easy thing when you don't want to be alive is to like push it to the limit. Um, and I also tried um, a lot of journaling uh, and all these, all these different things, whatever. But um, one thing I tried was to do guided meditations and I found that to be impossible, an impossible task. <laughs> and this is the question I have for you is like, um, I think I just, I think uh, I, I want, took more medicine. I have new medicine, more medicine, more medicine, <laughs> um, which usually, I, you know, isn't always the answer, but in a, in a crisis, Western medicine can be a good uh, tool in your tool belt while you work on um, the other stuff on your spiritual problem or whatever. Uh, but, um, but yeah, is that and, and in the deepest, darkest moments um, where I could see some good things in the future, they didn't seem worth it. Um, I tried guided meditation, but like I couldn't find um, something I even wanted to manifest. And my question to you is like, what would, how would you, what would you recommend? Like, like what, what's your thing that you're just like, you can tell yourself at any time that makes you keep on pushing. Sorry. Cut out for a second. Oh what, no. What's my, that what? Like, what's your thing that keeps you like, keeps you keeping Ooh. on going? Dang, girl. <laughs> I didn't think that'd be that big of a... That's a hard question. And thank you so much for sharing all of that. That's really cool. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I think people don't... It's like... It's really cool to be honest and open about that stuff. Depression isn't talked about enough. And pretty much everyone I'm close to has clinical depression, honestly. And I've experienced it as well. And yeah, it's really important to talk about. So thank you for talking about it. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people don't think that um, like medicine is cool. And I think that that's a big problem <laughs> because yeah. it's just, it's not like that. It's, it's, chemicals you know like there's that yeah. yeah, and I, I'm pretty happy to share that uh I'm not happy to share but I'm willing to share that I have to take medicine <laughs> but no. <laughs> <laughs> no that's amazing yeah that's it's great to share all that stuff so thank you um wow what is my go-to thing or just is there anything that you <laughs> what that's just a big question that's the point okay so that might be the answer is because uh, i was just like oh my god there's not like one right like don't you think we should all have one thing we know in advance like this is your thing man oh like, oh for sure for sure i guess like for me like when i'm depressed and i feel that way i felt the same way a couple weeks ago or also a couple weeks ago on monday when i was in quarantine <laughs> but uh first i like try to think about like little things to look forward to 
Like, it's not, like, one big thing, but it's just, like, oh, like, maybe I'll make a plan with a friend and that will be something to look forward to. Like, that's what's kept me going through all of quarantine is just, like, trying to have, like, little things to look forward to that are exciting or, like, a job, like, a shoot that I'm really stoked on that's going to happen, which I guess is very, like, 3D and capitalist of me, but you know, sometimes that's what it is. It's exciting. Um, but I guess the big thing, no, I do have an answer. Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is the fact that you literally never know, like, who you're going to meet or where you're going to be in however many years. And just being back, I I had to stay at my mom's house in quarantine. And like, it was just so weird being there. I was alone for most of it but I went for a couple walks and just like it was so bizarre to be in that place again and I didn't I felt like an alien like like just like literally I was like everyone is staring at me and it's not like an anxiety thing like literally every single person is like what was it because you had a mask or because you have blue hair I think both it was (laughs) that's (laughs) yeah And so, but I felt that way, like, growing up as well. Like, I got really lucky and had, like, a really awesome BFF. But, like, other than, like, I I just did not. I felt very, very far apart from most people. Um, So, like, living here, just because I got back, like, last night. So, like, being here today, I've been, like, so stoked just to be around people that I know understand me to a certain extent even if they don't like know me it's like oh I can just like be in public and be with people that are also like artists or weirdos and it just feels like wonderful (laughs) and I you know like I didn't know that this city would be the way it is or I, I didn't know like that I would meet people like you when I was a teenager I had no idea what was to come and so I try to like put myself back in that space now and be like oh like look at all of the things that have transpired in just a couple of years and look at all the beautiful people you've met that like you couldn't have even made up in your mind how amazing they are and how special they are and they're all in your life now like there's probably going to be more people like that eventually and that's like my main thing is yeah I'm just like I I didn't I had no idea what my life would become and I'm really grateful for it and it's it's pretty awesome and I think that's what we all have to like try to remember is that you just you literally don't know no matter how psychic you are you don't know who you're gonna meet or what you're gonna do or what dreams are gonna come true um yeah well little ghost I have never done this on the podcast but Bravo. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. I really appreciate that. And that's exactly what I needed to hear. Um, Because you can't meet anybody when you're hiding under your bed. (laughs) It's true. You can't. Uh, Well, I love you you so much. Thank you so much for coming here. Um, Again. um, And Thank you for being BFFFFFFFFFF. Or is it BBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBB
Huh? I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. You too. Thanks, you too.